Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And yes, if you listened to all of the uh, last week slash this week's episodes, uh, you'll have been listening to me for almost two hours. And quite frankly, that is a lot of time to listen to this voice and um, might be considered torture under some uh, countries' laws. So what I don't want to do is I don't want to torture you. So this is going to be a quick episode. It's going to be down and dirty. I think we got some good news to cover. Um, so let's get into it. First of all, we're going to, things that I like, the patrons. We have two patrons, James and Mark. Thank you very much, James and Mark, for supporting Kilowatt. I really appreciate it. It's a new month. And um, thanks so much for supporting the show. It means a lot to me. Um if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. There's only two levels, $1 and $5. If we get 10 monthly patrons, then I'm going to give away a supercharger phone charger. So that will be pretty cool, I think. We're going to skip the Bloomberg update and skip the videos and get right down into the kilobits section. If you're new to the show, kilobits is... Basically, headlines. It's like Daily Tech News Show, where they do their headlines. But in this case, um, I call them kilobits instead of Daily Tech Headlines. Uh, let's start here. Simon Alvarez from Teslarati. Ryan McCaffrey, if you don't know who he is, and many of you probably do, because he has a great podcast called Ride the Lightning Podcast. It's about Tesla. He tweeted Elon asking for a Model 3 update, more specifically an update on dual motors and performance models. Elon tweeted back saying the saying uh, Tesla will enable orders end of the week next week for dual mo- motor all-wheel drive and performance, starting production of those in July. Air suspension probably next year as Tesla starts ramping up production. This is my part now. It starts... <laughs> I shouldn't read that all as Elon's quote. As Tesla starts ramping up production, it'll be interesting to see if they can actually um, integrate these options in without any issues. Um, They're just getting up to the 3,000 vehicle mark. Um, Do they really want to start adding um, additional complications into the system? Maybe they can handle them. Maybe they can't. We'll see. But uh, interesting 
uh, next week. So if you are a Model 3 reservation holder and you are waiting for your Model 3 to configure to get those features, good news for you. Next up, Fred Lambert from Electric. A software update brings some new features to the Model 3. One is automatic high beams, and the second is a refreshed media player. And third is just regular bug fixes. Not much to say there. Uh, still under the Fred Lambert articles, new article, Model 3 delivers, deliveries have begun in Canada. Um, there's really not much to say on that because that we haven't already said. One of the th things the article mentions, and I think it's worth mentioning here, is that Ontario has $1,400 in tax incentives, or excuse me, 14000 Canadian dollars in tax incentives, and Quebec has 8000 Canadian dollars in tax incentives for EV buyers, which I think is fantastic. That's a, that's a pretty healthy incentive to buy electronic vehicle, or electronic, <laughs> electric vehicles, excuse me. Let's see, Model S and Model uh, X will soon have something in common with the Model 3. The Model 3 has had this way longer, um, and that's keyless and smartphone entry. So until now, or until recently, you've had to have a key fob in your pocket. Now you can use um, the smartphone to get keyless entry and actually start your car without having the key fob. I think this is good. I hate carrying around keys. The only reason why I carry around keys at this point, I mean, obviously for my car, and then the post office box. And I don't use any other key that I have. I don't even use my house key. So um, this is a good start. Let's see. Huh? Oh, this is completely, this is Fred Lambert from Electric again. This is completely self-serving. But we do have listeners that live in Phoenix. And if you live in Phoenix, hook me up or hit me up. Don't hook me up. I would like to hear from you. Um, I'd like to hear from any of my listeners for that matter. But if you live in Arizona and SRP is your utility company, you can receive up to an $1,800 discount on a Tesla Powerwall or other battery systems. This comes uh, as a this comes from a lawsuit that Tesla won against the SRP utility. Um, but it's not in perpetuity. It's only for the first 4,500 customers, residential customers, not even commercial customers. At this point. I mean, $1,800 is a really good savings. What is it uh, that puts it down to $4,100 for the Powerwall? Uh, it's really tempting, except for for me, because I'm an SRP customer. Um, I really want a Powerwall, but for me right now, that's still above the, the threshold, because I don't know if I'm going to see that money back. Because we have two solar system uh two systems, solar panel systems on top of my house right now, and we're generating enough electricity and we get enough credits to get us through the, we get, let's see, we get our credits in May, at the end of May, I think. So basically what happens, if you don't know, we leased our, our system from SolarCity. And, oh, that's another thing, the solar, uh, the Tesla app is now integrated with SolarCity customers so I can go on the Tesla app and look at my solar panel production moving on so we leased our system 
So instead of getting uh, money back from SRP, we get credits back. And then those credits come at the end of May, I think it is. And then we use those credits through the summer, and we don't really pay all that much. Maybe in September, uh, our electric bill gets like 120 bucks, maybe. Maybe. It, it really isn't that much. So right now, having a power wall doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If we had a whole lot of, when I first moved here, we had a lot of um, like brownouts and, and short power outages because the system just wasn't kicking in um, or the system was just not handling it all the uh, the draw in the summertime that might be a time when we were like okay well let's go ahead and get the power wall but right now um, it's just basically spending forty one spending forty one hundred dollars to spend forty one hundred dollars so um, we'll keep an eye on it but I'm unlikely going to get that eighteen hundred dollar discount next one Reuters Tesla is putting its Fremont auto plant up as collateral Basically, it's uh, changing the way um, the contracts with the banks so that it can put the, the Fremont factory up for, for collateral. The facility is actually worth $1.8 billion. But Tesla has already leveraged all but $543 million of it. So not a lot. I mean, a lot of money in terms of, of us, but not a lot of money in terms of Tesla, considering... Uh, reportedly, their burn rate is at 1.8 million, or excuse me, 1 million, 1 billion dollars a month. So it would get them like 16 days. Um, but it's not clear. The articles all seem to make it sound like Tesla's going to do this, but I wasn't able to see or find an article that said that they are doing it. It just means they can do it if they want to in the future. So hopefully they'll get that Model 3 line up and running and uh, they'll be on the path to being profitable. Next up, EV Obsessions James Eyre. RV manufacturer Winnebago is partnering with Motive Power Systems. Uh, they're an electric commercial vehicle platform. They're teaming up to build a Class A EV RV. Yeah, I just I coined the EV RV. I coined it right here. Uh, they'll be available in 33 and 38 foot lengths, which is pretty significant. I think my father has father-in-law has a 34 foot RV right now, and it is nice. So I would imagine this Winnebago is going to be really nice. The expected range is 85 to 125 miles. Oh, this is a good start. No word so much on the charging or what standard they're going to use for charging and where you're going to be able to charge it and how long it'll take. Uh, but this is a good start. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of it and going forward. Because the biggest thing for me, like, I don't want to drive an RV in general. That's just not my deal. But if I had to, I would prefer it be electric because I don't want to pay for diesel or gas. And if it were electric... It would have to be really convenient and maybe 24 feet. I don't need an RV that's 38 feet long. But let's see what comes out of it. Maybe nothing. Final story in the kilobit section, Phoenix Business Journal, Tim Galen. Gallen. Um, this is another Arizona story. But 
the state of Arizona has given Waymo the go-ahead to offer self-driving, offer a self-driving car service in Phoenix with no driver. There's no driver in the vehicle. Now, there might be somebody sitting there, or there might not be somebody sitting there. It's unclear. There might be a representative in the passenger seat. We don't know. But as it stands right now, it sounds like it'll be a fully uh, autonomous vehicle that's just... You just get in, and it takes you where you want to go. That'll be very interesting to see how that whole thing works out. Um, if you haven't been paying attention or you're new to the show, Waymo's been testing in Arizona for a while now. And they, just overall, out of all the auto manufacturers, maybe except for Tesla, they've had the most uh, success in the self-driving um, self-driving car arena. Uh, They've been doing it and testing it for a really long time and driven a lot of miles. And to the best of my knowledge, there's only been one accident that was their fault. But that's, again, that that might be wrong. Fact check me. Um, But yeah, I'd get in one just to see. I mean, I wouldn't go very far, but I would get in one, maybe a block or two, see see how it is. Um, But Waymo will give additional information, additional details at a later date and time. Okay, so this is kind of a sad story. So let's just start with that. We have two more stories left. This is in the news section, which goes a little bit more in depth. This is from business insider Mark Matusik, Reuters and Fred Lambert of Electric. So I got parts of this story from all three of those sources. Uh, Two teenagers were killed in a crash involving a 2014 Tesla Model S, and a third was taken to the hospital with a condition unknown. The third teenager was thrown from the vehicle. Um, The two other teenagers that were killed, and to say teenagers, they're, they're young men. They're 18 years old. All three of them were 18 years old. So, oh, man, this is sad. So what happened? There's this, there's a residential street that's 30 miles an hour. And there is a really, well, excuse me, I don't know what the street uh, speed limit is, but there's a turn that's 30 miles an hour. And residents say if you take that turn at 30 miles an hour, that's even still a little sketchy. So um, it's recommended that they you even take it a little bit slower than 30. Well, they missed this turn somehow um, and crashed into a concrete, some sort of concrete wall or barrier. And the car caught on fire, and the two um, young men in the front, uh, they didn't make it. And if, we'll talk about more about that um, later. But basically, the car caught on fire, um, and they just couldn't get out uh, for whatever reason. So the accident happened on the evening of Tuesday, May 8th, around 6.49 p.m., uh, Based on witness statements, speed is thought to be a factor in the accident. On March 3rd, the driver of the vehicle they uh, the the driver of the vehicle had been ticketed for going 112 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour zone, but this does not mean uh, that the driver was speeding, and this does not mean that the the driver was not. Um, it doesn't doesn't mean guilt. You know, the speed's thought to be a factor, but it doesn't mean that they were driving too fast. We won't know until the NTSB does their investigation. Uh, Which, I should mention, the NTSB is investigating the accident. 
here's what a unidentified person said. Um, two people were trapped in the front seats. The person uh, was not identified by name. Said nobody could get nobody could help because the car was on fire. The fire was so intense that nobody could reach them. There were people. Um, there were people trying to get there, but it wasn't happening. So going back, the speed limit is 30, and this is more. Uh, uh, this is more reports from bystanders. The speed limit is 30, and even if you come around the curve doing 30, it's still a little too fast. Um, you hear it all night. It wakes me up in the middle of the night all the time with them speeding. So it, again, we don't know if what happened in this case. If autopilot was on, and it's unknown if it was on or not, uh, the vehicle is capped at five miles an hour over the speed limit. The MT, excuse me, the NTSB said it did not anticipate that the autopilot was on, was a factor, excuse me. So, um, I don't know. These car fires, the Tesla fires, are, are scary, and there's no, no doubt about that. Any car fire is scary, but uh, the in all likelihood, speed was a factor in this this accident. Um, whether it was in, insane amount of speed or thirty miles an hour, the speed limit, speed was all in all, all likely a factor. Just basing from what I saw and what I've read, uh, my my professional opinion um, seems like. Uh, the car was going quite fast. If if speed was a factor, there's a really good chance that once the car hit the concrete wall, that was it. Um, I mean, it's scary to think of being trapped in a car and burning. That There's nothing fun about that. Uh, but in this case, based on what the, the car kind of looked like, I would guess, and this, I don't know, I wasn't there, but I would guess that the... the it was kind of one of those death on impact things, especially if the third person was thrown from the vehicle. Um, Seatbelts may or may not have been used. Um, almost certainly in the third person, they weren't used. Uh, so let's remember that uh, internal combustion engines, there's 500 car fires a day, 100 people die a day in car-related incidents, we are not trying to demonize Tesla here. It's just a new thing because they, once the lithium-ion batteries get going, um, they burn real hot, and they they seem to burn um, very intense. I've never been on one of them. I'm sure in the next 10 years before I retire, I will be. Uh, but um, it just kind of adds a, a different... First, it's an electric vehicle, and second, the way that they burn adds a little bit of a different dynamic with it. Uh, it is worth mentioning the Model S did reignite days after the fire was put out. Um, Tesla is currently cooperating with authorities to try and figure out what's going on here. The NTSB wants to know, A, um, more information about the accident, and if Tesla can give them... Um, the driving logs, if they can get the driving logs, depending on how damaged the vehicle is. And B, um, how how first responders handled the fire. 
So that's something that they want to want to learn about. And like I said, Tesla's cooperating with authorities. It's really unfortunate. 18 years old is, I mean, any time someone passes away, it's terrible. And 18 years old is just awful. And when I think back of all the dumb things that I did when I was 18 years old, it's a pretty extensive list. I was not very mature at 18. So I can completely see myself in one of these scenarios. There's, I mean, I can't even count the amount of times that uh, I was almost involved in an accident, either as a driver or a passenger, because we were doing something stupid. Okay, moving on. Last story of the night, and we'll be out of here in probably 25 minutes. We talked about uh, during the conference call and in the other podcast, episode 90 that we did last week, about Elon saying it's time's up for contractors that aren't performing. Well, they've started... um, They've started calling contractors, I guess. Uh, Contractors must be vouched for by an official Tesla employee. So this is what Elon sent out to employees. Please note my comment below about contractor companies and consultants. I extended the performance evaluation deadline to provide more opportunity to demonstrate excellence. But now the time is up. Please send a note to HR before Monday justifying the excellence, necessity, and trustworthiness by individual, not just the contractor company as a whole, of every non-Tesla person who has badge access to our buildings or network access to our systems by default. Anyone who does not have a Tesla employee putting their reputation on the line for them will be denied access to our facilities and networks on Monday morning. This applies worldwide. Time to scrub the barnacles off. Thanks, Elon. Whew. Can we break that down? Uh, effectively, if you are not vouched for by an official Tesla employee, somebody who gets a paycheck that says Tesla on it, um, you are not allowed on the f- campus, the facilities, or the um networks for Tesla that that basically stinks cuz if you're a really good contract and nobody takes they're like oh that guy Phil he's great or you know Janet she's awesome um somebody will write a letter for them no problem i'm not going to do it so the <laughs> Phil and Janet are out uh and then you have the the problem was somebody personally, a Tesla employee personally vouching for somebody, which means like I'm going to vouch for for David and three months later, because David knew this was coming and really straightened his act up. And then three months later, David's not doing so, you know, doing subpar work. What happens to me as a Tesla employee who put their reputation on the line? Am I, is there going to be some sort of retribution, um, is there going to be some sort of punishment to the Tesla employee for saying, hey, you said this was a good, good person? I don't know. I mean, those, I, I understand that putting that in there, you're really making people think, is this person a, a good employee or are the, am I just friends with them? Because that's an important distinction to make. Uh, on the other side, what what are the repercussions? 
if you do this. Um, I don't know. Uh, Tesla's going to hire for the next couple of months, 400 employees, I think a, a week or a month. I, I can't remember. This is just a side note. Uh, I don't know if that's going to replace contractors or just to help spin up the um, Model 3 line, get them going a little bit faster um, with all of the uh, robot tasks that could not be used. The robots couldn't complete, so now they have to use people. But let's see if this gets them you know, a step closer to profitability, because maybe it will. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to email me, I'm always, I haven't had any emails this week. Normally they have at least one a week. But uh, if you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I'm always happy to chat, If you, especially if you have further information on a topic or maybe I got something wrong. Please, by all means, uh, send me an email. Twitter is at 918digital which is, uh, yeah, that's my Twitter handle. You can call and leave a message on uh, the voice message, and I'll put your uh, message on, the, you put your voice on the show at 918-401-0071. And I've still got plans for Kilowatt's website, but as of next week, next week, I hope, I'll be able to start doing some extra stuff for this show. Right now, I'm just doing the bare minimum because I got so many other things going on in life. But I'm really excited about doing the extra stuff because I have exciting plans. And hopefully, you guys will be there with me. But thanks so much, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you next Friday. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.